This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, but a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a This is Live at Five, Live hey, at Five, Live at Five. 9-11 uh, version. Give a little history about that and how this show began over 22 years ago. And uh, we take phone calls. But, uh, but our 9-11 is, well, I shouldn't put it in those contexts, but uh, just a whopping statement from Mayor Jeff Smith. I'll share it. I'm reading it for the first time. I'm like that guy from the... Uh, what were those commercials again from Massey Furniture Barn? It all began last night. It goes on till tomorrow morning. The doors will open. So, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful day. Actually, today is the uh, type of day it was that day 22 years ago. And I was sitting right here on 9-11 uh, doing a show. And we were just getting started. It was our second and a half week. I got started uh, last week in August. And uh, I, m- I remember the, the day before... It was a Monday, just like today, September 10th. We were talking to a woman who had some problem on Coffeine Street. And uh, Johnny Keegan walked in at the time. He was working here. And we were all concerned with this woman. And then uh, there was also a song that had come out that we were singing the song, And Then I Got High by the Bash Brothers or whatever. I woke up, then I got high, then I got high, then I got That, That was the difference in the world on September 10th and September 11th. We're all, at least on that day in 199 Weather Avenue, laughing about getting high and a song that for the most part had no harmony at all or creativity, yet we still loved it. And the very next day we saw people jumping out of the buildings because it was their last resort. So you saw all the documentary since, you see the tribute, but you see the waning effect. You see it every year. About eight, nine years ago, I think it was NBC uh, during uh, Matt Lauer was still there at the time. He was still, you know, he had the buzzer beneath his desk. And at that point, about eight years ago, I'm going to go back to maybe 2015, maybe 2016, but whatever it was, the story was, oh, NBC just barely touched, ba- you know, barely covered anything to do with 9-11. So, you know, the further you get away from something, the less it matters to you. Um, and and that just that's unfortunate. It really is. Um, but that's, that's life, right? But something like that obviously should, should have some type of tribute. They do it each and every year, right in lower Manhattan. They read off all the names, all the firemen are there, all the police are there. It's a great time to rob a Kia. No, just kidding. Uh, we'll get to that in a bit. And, uh, but, but that said, it's just, um, really the other networks don't seem to care. They don't carry that. Fox does. And I'm not expecting them to do it 24 seven, but. 
It just seems to wane more and more. And of course, on top of that, the president decides to celebrate or at least commemorate 9-11 in Alaska. And I was listening to Ben Shapiro today, Shapiro, who was like, uh, that you couldn't have been as far away from, from, from 9-11 than, than at least and still remain in the United States than Alaska. But in, again, in, in his defense, of course, he was coming back from the big old summit that the other superpowers didn't go to. And uh, they figured they would drop him off in the, uh, the 49th state and uh, celebrate there or at least commemorate there. I'm not going to go over how bad he looked yesterday or the day before, stumbling and bumbling, looking for a cot to sleep on. I actually feel, and a lot of people hate this when I say this, when I say I feel bad for the president. I really do. It's the people around him that that are just really forcing this guy into death. He's gotten worse. People mentioned it before in one of the pundit shows. They noticed a notable difference the way he was just four years ago when running in 2019 and the way he is now. We've seen before what the presidency does to a person. A good example of that is go back to Jimmy Carter when he got there in 76, and he was a middle-aged man. By the time he got out, he he was a roadmap. He was he was exhausted, and of course he was involved in in uh, settling the score with the the Iranians uh, and the hostages. Four hundred and forty four days later, right up until the inauguration, when Ronald Reagan took over in January of that year, nineteen eighty one, Jimmy Carter resolved it. And to his credit, that was nice. But my point is, he aged at least ten, twelve years in four years, and he was a much younger man. In fact, it was Jimmy Carter that was. Interviewed a couple of years ago, I said, geez, I don't know, you know, being 80 years, if I were 80 and president of the United States, it would have been a much more difficult job to grasp all the details. And if you think about it, I mean, you know, you think about a really tough job, you know, you're starting your own law firm where you're taking on a much bigger role as a manager or supervisor or CEO of a company, they're going to want you a game. And you would expect the same thing from the presidency of the United States. But more and more, I come to terms with one thing. One... Joe Biden didn't want to become president because he was forced to because the, the field in 2020 wasn't adding up. <clears throat> no one liked Warren, Elizabeth Warren, <clears throat> nor did they like uh, T.J. Booker down there in Jersey and the scores of other, th- other uh, candidates. So they dragged him in because it was someone that people recognize and he was closely associated, of course, with the Barack Obama administration. So he was the last guy to make the team. And yes, later on, of course, Mike Bloomberg showed up for three hours and Elizabeth Warren made a fool of him. But he was the last guy. So he never wanted to be president. And now as we've gone into three, uh, almost three years of his presidency, it's, per- it's very obvious that the Democrats don't care about the presidency anymore as much as, as long as the guy is part of the party. So that's what it's come down to. The presidency itself, the role of president, has been minimized in the eyes of and I will go even further than this. Some people say it was minimized when, when the orange man got in there. And I'm being facetious when I say that. I'm talking on their behalf that it was minimized when some nobody got in there. A reality, a reality TV star gets to be our president. That's ridiculous. I'm so embarrassed. All those people, the Mitney, uh, Mitt, Mitney, the Mitt Romney Republicans, the Liz Cheney Republicans, all embarrassed. How could you not be embarrassed for what you saw from the president over the weekend when he was in Vietnam? And just to add insult to injury that he was in Vietnam doing that, that in itself is just exasperates. It makes it worse. But that's our guy, and they don't care. They'd rather be embarrassed with a guy that's fumbling up there at the podium looking for a place to sleep 
telling people this is what they want me to do. Where's Jill? Where's Jill? MAGA people. Bad. And yet they're settled with that because, again, it's the party, not the presidency. So let's go to the phones to see who's there. I'll get to the letter. Someone's been waiting. Hi, you're in the air. Jason. All right, we'll get to Jason later. The big story locally is what I'm about to read to you, and I don't know anything about this. Is that grammatically correct? I'm unfamiliar with this letter entirely. This is a statement from Mayor Jeff Smith, an occasional uh, hotline and or live at five host. Based on the following events, I'm compelled to respond. Okay. On Wednesday, September 6th, last week, the morning after our last council meeting, I received notification. There was a public social media post that said Watertown city lawyer Todd Bullard has been fired. That same day, Channel 7 aired a report that said Councilman Cliff only expects a resolution to the, in the next couple of weeks asking for a vote uh, for a new attorney. Additionally, I, Jeff Smith, was contacted by the Watertown Daily Times. The Times reporter uh, reported that Councilman only referred to the executive session discussions uh, relating to his displeasure with legal advice from attorney uh, uh, Bullard. I will not be surprised if Councilman only tells us he has, a few, he has his own law degree where he has obtained it. <clears throat> I don't know. I have no clue. Uh, nor do I know uh, what state he has been admitted to to practice law. So this letter goes on and on, uh, and, and at the end of it, uh, Mayor Smith says, Councilman Only's conduct is embarrassing and a disgrace to the city. The city uh, manager almost resigned due to Mr. Only's actions. We know that from a year or so ago. Only's, con- Only's continued actions will cause other firms, vendors, and potential employees to decline to work with our city. Kind of like the school district. Nah, just kidding. Ah, uh, given these executive session violations and violations of city council member, uh, members' uh, oaths, I will be making a referral to the ethics board regarding this matter. There's a big chunk of this statement that I did not read to you, only because I'm reading it from my phone, and it's really short, it's really small print, and I don't want to dismember it. But it's right there on News Junkie. So this is the beginning of something, because remember, we had a certain caller who got upset with us, who made the claim, but remember, that particular caller is not a council person, but he went out of his way to say, oh, they just fired the, the city uh, attorney. That was over. That was a week ago today. It hasn't happened. But when you have a sitting council person essentially say in a meme or a post on social media, um, that, according to Mayor Jeff Smith, is irresponsible, and he will look into it. Go to the phones. Jason, you there this time? Yes, I'm going to make it quick. Yeah, of course. I sent you two videos. Did you check them out? No, I didn't, but you got to talk up, Jason. I could barely hear you. Okay, I'm sorry. I sent you two videos. The first video was NASA, and it looks like the video was real to me. Right. And it looks like NASA's uh, thrown out of the airplane satellites. And they use green screens. And supposedly you're telling the public that satellites are falling from the sky. All right, so I'm going to open this up. I'm leaving messaging to go to TikTok so I can allow the uh, the Chinese to spy on me. Uh, I'm opening it up, uh, Jason, but okay. So let me see. Jason, are you turning into a conspiracy theorist like somebody else who calls up the show or what? No, I'm not a conspiracy. I actually, if, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I do my research. 
Uh, I'm not going to look into this. This is from 9-11. So, Jason, m- let me challenge you on this. First of all, the, 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 the footage that you sent me is from, a, you know, a really, really bad. No one can tell what it is. Are you suggesting that what we learned from 9-11 the day of and since is part of some type of crazy conspiracy from this TikTok video or what? He's showing well, me video of the that. Pentagon, by the way. No, I'm not saying that, Glenn. What I'm saying is three villains went down that day. Now, there was a there was a hole in back of the Pentagon. So there's two exit wounds. There's a front exit wound, and there's a second exit wound in the back of the Pentagon. So the video, to me, looks like a missile. All right. Now, there was no, yeah. there's no airplane wreckage. Right. When I went through all the videos. Just bear in mind, but you know, Jason, I'm going to do you a favor. Bear in mind, conspiracy theories about 9-11 don't give you a chance at, uh, at city council as a write-in or as a genuine candidate. That's all I can well, tell you. The truth, I understand, Glenn, the truth matters to me. Yeah, but... So, whether... And also, I want to say this... What does that have to do with city politics? For, yeah. Whoever they vote for, Glenn, your water bill and sewer rates are going to go through the roof. Hmm. So you can call me conspiracy theory, but Jason studies, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Right. But if I look at the evidence. All right, real quick, that, real quick. Uh, I read the statement from Mayor Jeff Smith. I don't know if you read it. It's on News Junkie. Was Councilman Cliff only wrong for posting uh, a, a social media post suggesting uh, that the city manager was fired? Uh, city, uh, sorry, city attorney. Sorry, city attorney was fired. Bullard. Um, I, I think what the problem is, we have a bunch of kids. Yeah. And Cliff, Cliff only um, has a lot of ideas that are backwards. Right. And he's delusional hmm. in thinking that he could play around with other people's money, just like Lenny does. Right. And many others that can play around with the people. All right, so I'm going to stop you there only because if Cliff, if Councilman Cliff only is listening right now, can I ask Cliff whether or not he felt that was an, a 757 crashing into the Pentagon or a missile? What, what would be his answer? Well, the, 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 the issue is I'm going to leave with this, Glenn. Yeah. You can believe whatever you want. Well, I do. The government lies to us all the time. Yeah. But here's the point. Right. Cliff only is mad because the city attorney does not agree with his reckless spending and is a backwards thinking mind. Gotcha. All right. Thank you very much. All right. I will look more at that video later. But th- Jason, thank you very much. Jason, of course, for city council. The one thing I did not ask Jason is like, well, one, there were four planes crashed that day, one in Pennsylvania, the other in Pentagon, and two, of course, as we know, at the World Trade Center. So if you're saying a missile crashed into the Pentagon, how do you account for the plane that went missing that day that never showed up again? I think it was coming out of Newark, if I'm not mistaken, wherever it came from. Let's just say it was Flight 1605 coming out of Boston or New York, wherever. I said, like, geez, that plane didn't come back. He said, well, yeah, you know, they, they thought it crashed into the Pentagon, but uh, Jason Trainer says it's a missile. Well, what about the plane? We, we don't know where the passengers are. It fell off the radar. Where, where is that? Well, we don't know. But that was definitely a missile. It wasn't a plane. So there you go. All right. So uh, that, that's, a, that's a damning statement. Read it. It's on News Junkie. It's just the beginning. Are they having a session tonight? Someone give me a shout. Text me or tell me. Executive session. I don't. I can never figure out when they have a meeting or not. I know when it's a holiday, they'll have it on Tuesday. It, un, unlike the, uh, the the county legislators who show up when they want to. Do we have a meeting? 
Jeez, is summer over already? Japers. Where's my check? <laughs> All right, so um, I was watching video on Syracuse.com of uh, two uh, astute young men driving what looked to be the same car that I have. I have a Kia Soul. I have to look out. I better not drive my car to Kia, uh, check that, Syracuse and or Rochester. Uh, because if I do, it's going to wind up missing because they're easy to steal. Apparently, there's some firmware that hasn't been fixed, and it's easy. You go in there. You, I don't know. You could do it in seconds. There's video of these two uh, young lads, uh, probably in between classes, either in high school or at, uh, who knows, Syracuse. Uh, and, you know, being facetious here. The work session tonight. Thank you, my friend. And uh, it's, it's very casual, too, how they do it. Broad daylight. A nice neighborhood. And they and and they they drive up to what appears to be a Hyundai with a Kia, and sometimes it's a Kia and a Kia, whatever. They steal one car and then they use that car because it's not theirs to steal another car. And uh, it's 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 hot out, it's summer, and yet they got their hoods on, they're covered. I guess they don't want to get that COVID. And uh, one just slips into the back of the car and gets starts it up in no time at all, and just drives away. So we've seen this before. We've seen other video of reckless behavior in Walgreens and Targets, grocery stores. We saw them, you know, t- tear apart the Nike store in Rochester during COVID. And AOC was just, well, these people need to eat, feed themselves, you know. So they're feeding themselves by selling the parts, apparently, from, from a Hyundai or Kia. I found out that a lot of it is just a simple challenge where, hey, if I could steal three Kias in one hour... Uh, how can you how can you top that? In other words, they steal the car and then they just leave it somewhere. But no one wants to be victimized. No one wants to know that they have to go through the rigmarole to get their car back that's been impounded and somewhere it's been scratched up. It's been invaded. But the comments are getting more harsh. And I've noticed that there's a lot of use of the word thug. Someone said grab a rope. Yes, I heard that. It was written. I heard it. I saw it. I read it. And I'm like, wow. Three years ago, Zuckerberg and his crew would probably say, nope, you're done. You can't say that. Because I got kicked off. I, I mentioned this for using the term white trash. I also got uh, kicked off for, for mocking Eng- England and, and, uh, and, and France for, uh, for, I don't know, France, sorry for being more productive during World War II under the, under the inv- after they were invaded by Hitler's armies. And I got kicked off of that. Uh, but now I just see people are just fed up. Unbelievable use of terminology. But it also comes down to this. When you see the Joy Reeds of the world or the Sonny Listens of the world, or for that matter, Whoopi Goldberg and all the other white Yentas, uh, all the other Yentas, liberal Yentas, I'm sorry, I should say, that are just espousing all this. You know, oh, we have, we have systemic racism. We have systemic. It's racism everywhere. And then you ask the question. Well, one, I, I don't think we had racism up until three years ago. So the more activity you see of thievery, of people taking someone's car in broad daylight, or knocking someone over and taking their uh, and dragging them for a, half, half a city block. I saw that video not that long ago. Woman trying to fight for her possessions and her pocketbook. Um, she was severely you know, hurt as a result of that. But is this the time where we're not supposed to, you know, be discriminating? Can't even use that R word. And I'm not saying Republican. 
it seems like they're just pushing the envelope. So it reminds me, and I, this is what I say on a lot of these types of things. I, I, I act like Tommy from Goodfellas when he's describing how the cop was beating him up. Hey, tough guy. Oh, I thought I told you to have sex with your mother. Bing, bada, bing, bang, boom, bing, bing. And, and that's what it seems like. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. You're not supposed to say anything now. And it seems like it's a big-ass test. So whenever Sonny Houston says, oh, there's systemic racism, well, there's probably a good reason for, the, for any type of racism today because the more visuals we see, and we see it every day, then how could there not be that sentiment, I ask you? 755-1240 is the number. 755-1240 is the number. Give me a shout. By the way, I, I, sitting at my desk today, I did, I did decide just to check out the view. It's been off the air for a couple of months now, obviously due to summer and the strike. So the strike still happens in Hollywood, thank God, by the way. But in addition to that, I just want to see how, the, how they're you know, looking at the 9-11 uh, uh, ceremonies today. So while Whoopi talked about it for about 10 seconds, immediately they went into the success of the young uh, uh, African-American woman that won the, uh, uh, the, the U.S. Open uh, there in Flushing yesterday. And I'm very happy for her. This was a woman that ESPN said, oh, she's just getting her act together because she's so tired. Whereas one of the uh, pundits there said, no, she's praying. <gasps> she's not praying. She's just tired from the heat and the sun. She's not praying. It's just amazing. And if you were listening, by the way, and so they've, they dedicated virtually no time to 9-11 on The View today. And granted, it's, it's a great story. But you know what? If someone you know, won the U.S. Open yesterday and she looked like Chrissy Everett, it'd be no big deal. No big deal. Especially if she was some hot-looking Russian chick or from Czechoslovakia. No way would they care about that. So it's always a success story for them. I know I heard uh, Jeff Graham talking. You know, they always look for their own successes. But any of our successes? No. 9-11, it was a long time ago. So my, my position on all of this is that the new enemy to the country right now, and you know where I'm going with this, it's not the Islamic terrorists that crashed into the buildings. It's not those who, who you know, came up with plans to blow up our gas and water systems in the Catskills back in the early 2000s. No, it's not them at all. It's not the people that blew up the double-decker uh, 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 double bus there in London, killing scores of people, threatening others, chopping people's heads off. And granted, we haven't seen much activity from Islam, uh, the Islamic nations in the last 10 years. And yes, we should credit ourselves for that. But I think they grew up. I think the next generation of Muslims, Arabs, whichever, from either Pakistan, Afghanistan, Bananistan, wherever, they grew up. The Internet probably helped. Not to mention they knew drones can take them out at any given time. And America wasn't to be screwed with. But I think they became sensible young men as well. This whole notion that if you could blow yourself up in some market square in, in Tel Aviv, you're going to have 72 virgins. I think they caught on to that. I said, you know what? Uh, I met my uncle. He came out of his, his, his hellish death sequence for 10 seconds uh, before he went right back to hell again. He says, look, there are no 72 virgins here. He didn't say it in English, of course. So I'm unsure whether or not that's true. I think they've grown up. We won't see terrorism again like we saw 20 years ago, 21, check that, 22 years ago as of today. Can you believe that? 22 years. We won't see it. We'll see it, uh, you know, a wolf here, lone wolf there. And if it does happen, the Nora O'Donnells will just minimize it. 
The new enemy to America, and by that I mean the new America, the America to the left of center, the Nora O'Donnells, the Whoopi Goldbergs, the Sonny Housens, the AOCs, are us. Who could forget the most significant moment, to me at least, in President Joe Biden's presidency thus far is him standing in front of Independence Hall on October 1st of 2022 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, standing in front of two proud Marines with that reddish, hellish color bouncing off the front of Independence Hall, a building of which I just walked by two months ago after seeing my, uh, my nephew get married. And I realized how significant that day was. It was one of the worst days ever, a sitting president essentially saying 49% of America are now the new terrorists. That's incredible. And he did. He didn't say it exactly in those terms, but he went out of his way to make a political statement using military people behind him. A disgrace. Go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Gwen, pick up your phone. Yes. Oh, it's uh, it's our neighbor, Frank. What's going uh, on, Frank? I, I, I think you got that, that AIR 4 board there when the incoming calls come in, you, uh, you mute us. No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Just kidding. Yeah. So what's happening? Not too much. I see us. I see those bandits spectrum are going to give us credit on our bill. Oh, really? Wow. Nice. Well, they they stole all those channels. Then I get a I get a text message. They're going to give me fifteen dollars. Big deal. Wow, fifteen bucks, righteous dollars. And uh, they, I I don't know if I could text them back. I didn't say you couldn't. I texted them back. I said they're only you're not you're not giving us the credit because you want to. You're giving us the credit because the sleepy public service commission is finally doing something, getting after him. Well, Hochul, yeah, yeah, she stepped up. Oh, I well, think she did. So many complaints. Right. I mean, right. Everybody was complaining about it. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. No, we should. We should get a, a break. If, if you got a package, you're paying for a package, right? Right. Whether it be the silver or the gold package, mm-hmm. you get X amount of channels. Then all of a sudden, you get a text message or a dear Frank letter. Oh, we're taking these ten channels away from you. Right. Okay. Whatever. Whatever reason. Because I told the guy, I talked to him after forty minutes on wait. I don't want to know why you're taking the channels away. What I want to know is, I had a package, paying X amount of dollars for the package. Now that you took those channels, how much are you taking off my bill? Right. Oh, nothing. We're mm-hmm. not taking nothing off. Right. Right. Yeah, no, that's that's disgrace. So, uh, no, I, it, what what do you think would have been a decent? I mean, by the way, is that a fifteen dollar one time fee? I mean, we. Uh, it's supposed to be. Well, to be truthful, they, they, I assume now, and maybe I shouldn't be assuming. I yeah. thought that was a monthly thing for every month. Oh. The channels are, the channels are off. Okay. Okay. Well, got. They, they took a lot of channels off. Yeah. No, they did. They did. I just got a phone call and from our conspiracy that, theorist. Yeah. That, they took off uh, all the Cinemax. If you had that package, they took off all the Cinemax channels. Oh, right? is, is Cinemax owned by uh, Disney as well? Is that why? Is this an s- exclusive? I'm not d- sure who owns it, but they took those off previously a year ago. Right. So I want to, you go down to the basic. You're better off going down the basic package and stream. Right. I agree. Or, or yeah, or do what uh, Lefty does. Nah, just kidding. Ah, uh, no, he's, I'm right. <laughs> um, but my brother was telling me he lives down in the outside of Rochester. He says it's better off cutting the cord with them. He says, you know what? Everybody around Rochester, Webster and all that, they're going to these new, he says, not like the ones we remember when we were kids. Mm-hmm. They're going to these new small digital antennas outside. Right, right. Pick up, he says you pick up 350 channels. Wh- which is great. I don't know about 350 channels, but I you... Said, uh, those are all fuzzy, though. He yeah. says, no, no, they're, they're all, all clear. All, yeah. They're all crystal clear. Yeah. So I, 
Yeah, I you, you, you get the good one. Don't get the pizza box version. Spend about no, seventy, eighty dollars. You got it's the worth good it. Money says you're going to get all those channels. Yeah, ah, not three hundred channels. And by the way, you, you're going to get good channels. Don't get me wrong. But you're not going to get ESPN. You're not going to get the History Channel. No, but he says you can yeah. buy those and add, you know add those to your. Yeah, which is good. I, I agree. Here's I the thing. Know, you can get Hulu and all those other things for what five, six bucks a month. Yeah, no, no. Hulu costs a lot more than that. Hulu will cost you at least sixty, seventy dollars a month. Yes, yes, because it, and because it's again Hulu is no different. It's just a portal, and by the way, owned by Disney. Uh, but oh. yeah, uh, you could get lower versions. But Hulu, they're going to give you like three hundred. Cha- Hulu, uh, they're going to give you like two, three hundred channels. Uh, they're going to package it all together. I actually liked Hulu. They used to have Yankee baseball, but then oh, they you lost just it. Can't, uh the ones you want. No, I mean, you, you, you can pick, you know, it's, it's, it's a la carte to a degree, but you have, st- you know, pl- program one, two, or three. I'm, I'm forced to use Spectrum, and here's why. I'll bring this up to Joe Stanley. This might be some type of, uh, you know, in, in itself might be wrong, but uh, I get the special deal as long as I am a Spectrum mobile user, too. Oh. <clears throat> Which to me is like, hmm. You know, and I, I like Spectrum Mobile. In the beginning, I couldn't understand it because one of my you settings got, you was got off. A better deal with Spectrum Mobile than you do Verizon. Oh, much better. My, really? Verizon's gotten better. I've noticed, uh, but but once I walk away from Spectrum, then I got to pay more for cable or or my my cable lineup oh, or my internet service. So they got you coming and going. So the service you, service is good. No it is. It is good. Just don't use a lot of your broadband. Just stay away from the porn at the end of the month, and you should get good. Br- no, just kidding. Uh, no, no, because a lot of times I'm watching, you know, the View, and that uses, and sometimes I'm in my car. So a lot of times I'm using broad, uh, you know, I'm using um, uh, the bandwidth rather, not broadband. I'm using the bandwidth too much, and by the end of the month, I know it's, it's a noticeable difference. And yeah, so yeah, it's it's like getting. A, hey, by the way, uh, have, did you try to get on? I felt like getting on the LIE today when I got on the uh, uh, Arsenal Street. Can you believe how backed up everything is on on Coffeen and Arsenal Street, Frank? Co- yeah, Coffeen Arsenal. Coffeen is ridiculous. Arsenal's worse. I well, they're doing. Uh, I see they got contractors doing them. It's they do it like every four or five years. The, those damn uh, sewers and man uh, main. Manhole cover. Right, right, right. They sink, so they're digging around there, pouring concrete around them, and they gotta they gotta wait four or five days for the concrete to cure. Then, uh, right. then they put the coat of blacktop around them. And, and did you also notice? Remember, the bridge on on Arsenal Street was built back in what 19, 2019, about yeah. four or five years ago. And now that you're driving slowly on it, uh, I noticed. I look at it, and, oh, and a lot of the concrete is already cracked. It's falling. It's falling apart. I was, look, I was looking at that Van Doozy Street bridge. It's not that old. They're tearing so much of that out. That's because all that darn rock salt you're using. Why can't they just have metal rails? Why, why, do, why do they insist on making this look like some Art Deco bridge in Los Angeles from the 1930s? I don't get that. That concrete won't last. It never does. Plus, it looks terrible. Just use stainless, whatever. Use steel. Use, use the stuff that you, you, we, they've been using forever so you can look right through it and see the trains going underneath. Who cares? They, they can go aluminum or stainless steel. Right, you know? right. But, uh, but they yeah, insist on using that concrete. They're not going to paint it anyway. Remember they used to paint them green? Yes. Under, now they stopped doing that. Now you just get the rust color. Right, right. You get the rust color like you see when you go no, through Pennsylvania. Paint. They used to use that the green. Uh, yeah, like uh, the Statue of Liberty green. Paint. Right, right. And now they're not using it. 
on a lighter note, how'd you make out with your ash trees? I, I mean, I, I cleared all mine out. Mine are all gone. Yeah, and my, my, I, I got to sit down with you and talk to you about replacing them. They're still doing okay. I'm losing at least two. Uh, I'm, I, I find it hard to believe you haven't got, uh, they're not, uh, the bark isn't uh, split open and you've got a, uh, got the little trails on the kid no not yet not yet we're in a different really? yeah we're off the beaten path where we are but let me tell you something they're, all it, over the place. they're everywhere they're dying they're dying at a fast rate i tried saving mine for years then it got so costly i said i can't afford to do it it's just uh, so what's the best tree to replace them with though but uh, uh frank you want it well you're looking for a big tree or you're looking you know what down the cottage if you want a nice big shade tree I, you know, the city is starting to lean with those small ornamental trees that are okay, like uh, flowering crab and all the other ones. Yeah. They're all right, but I, li- I like majestic trees like uh, and strong trees. that are Right. I want tall, strong like, trees that grow like, like 10 feet a year, but that's not going to happen. Oh, well, I, I can get you a tree that will grow 10 feet a year. It's a uh, sycamore. Okay. How I'll text ma- you a picture I put over Rand. I donated one to Rand uh, Ballfield. Right. And uh, that says... Well, it was for like memorial thing, so I brought it over, and they kind of looked at me. It was only like three feet. Yeah. I said, they said, oh, that's the tree. I said, no. That tree will will grow up to six feet a year, and it's not a softwood; it's a hardwood. And. And right now, I'll send, I'll text you a picture. Yes, please. So, but here's the question: It's a beautiful tree, uh, lightning fast grower, hardwood, maintenance free, beautiful tree. Something uh-huh. you can put a picnic table under. Right. Or you know have guests under it. You know when you you're out near the water. Right. And because uh, I'm depressed as hell, I need to get this done. I'm not one of those people that complain about the leaves. Right. I hear so many people. Oh, I got to rake the leaves. Just mow. Who cares? Leaves mean you have trees, and trees are everything. Who cares about the leaves? Oh, the tr- tr- trees add to the value of your property. All right, so I gotta I gotta go right now though, Frank. Unfortunately, but let's let's I'll 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 come over someday, and I, I gotta ask your advice. Remember, I'm on the water. We got a lot of slate rock. I don't know if sycamore trees will grow. In, no, they'll grow anywhere. Okay. Let me, t- let, me, let me get off. I'll text you the picture. All right, great. Thank you. Right. All right, that's Frank, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the yeah, I tell you what, he's a professional in a lot of things. He's rebuilt uh, Wealth Avenue, not to mention his own property. It's like a forest. Well, yes, those ash trees are dying. And if you go up Route 81, it looks like Chernobyl. It looks awful. All right, I got to do a break. You're listening to the Live at Five show, and we'll be back right after this. Turn your metal trash into cash. Butel 658-2004. All right, so I'm getting pictures from Frank, and boy, I tell you what, those trees look very nice. I got to do something. <clears throat> what, 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 what is a tree guy called? A horticulturist? Or, I don't know. A tree dude. How's that sound? All right, so, but uh, while I was doing that, I, I wanted to read more about what uh, Mayor Jeff Smith was talking about. Okay, they grow in clay, shallow soil, maintenance-free. And, and literally, I just asked Frank moments ago, how much for 20 of them? If you buy them real small and throw them in the back of a Kia Soul before someone in Syracuse steals it, how much would they cost? That's the key. I, I got to get this done. I worry about this. You know, there are people in war-torn, you know, Ukraine, a war that no one's talking about anymore. And there's people starving everywhere. But I'm depressed because I got that crappy, you know, uh, Chinese beetle eating away at our, at our beautiful ash trees. It's very depressing. It truly is. I, I worry about it all the time. So Frank, uh, Frank knows more about this. You always, see, again, society's great when you work with the right people. 
That's why, you know, Glenn Curry doesn't fix his toilet, which is still broken upstairs. That's why we use the one downstairs. And yes, that's way too much information to give you, especially around the dinner hour, but I just did. And I love calling up someone who knows how to fix it. He's an arborist. Am I saying that right? An arborist? A professional who cares for trees and other woody plants. There are two types of professional arborists, certified and consulting. uh, I'm assuming Frank is a consulting arborist. Certified arborists are equipped to offer planting, pruning, transplanting, fertilizing, monitoring, and telling you when you should do it. (laughs) Like as in last year. I remember it was um, Alec Baldwin. This was years ago. There was a big hurricane. Uh, one of the hurricanes prior to this Sandy hurricane that ravaged parts of Long Island. And uh, it was a funny bit, but it was true. He was telling the truth. He was it's like, you know, uh, uh, Alec Baldwin, he went on. I think he was on the Letterman show. And he says, ah, oh, Dave, Dave, a lot of people in my area were upset. Oh, why is that? Why is that? Uh, why, why is that upset? Uh, well, uh, we had that hurricane, uh, Dave. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did anyone get hurt? No, no, no. No one got hurt. But, um, you know, some of my friends uh, lost a tree. Oh, wait. A, a, a tree? Yeah, a tree. So he was describing how one guy was sitting by himself in a cafe, just drinking his coffee, and all by himself. And he says, oh, how's he doing? He's not doing well. Why is that? He lost a tree. You know, again, when... You could lose a lot. You could lose your health. You could lose your life. You could lose your arm and leg and your eyesight and your hearing and all that other stuff. But when you have a lot of money and everything's rolling along, when you lose something, you just go crazy. It's like, oh, my God, my life was so perfect. I was, you know, I was number one until Donald Trump became president. And now this guy in CBS is beating me. I hate the war. I hate people. Talking about uh, Jimmy Fallon. By the way, that Jimmy Fallon story won't go away. It's just going to continue. So while I was trying to go to the statement from Mayor Jeff Smith, someone's calling me. Let's go to the phones. I'll get to it in a bit. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, it's Crazy Ray. Crazy Ray, what's going on, man? Have you found me anybody to write in for Mayor yet? Uh, no. Why? You don't like the candidates? Crazy Ray, what's the matter I with you? No, no, I really don't. It's the same old, same old. Hmm. By the way, just... I want somebody to write in. Just uh, speaking about this subject, Crazy Ray, I just got a text, and I can say this from Mayor Jeff Smith. He says, Glenn, there's two parts to the press press release. Ethics violation, ethics violation, and withheld documents. So I'll have to read that further. So, so Crazy Ray, the choices are clear. We have counts, two council people running. What do you what what's missing from these two young women? They're just the same bunch. Really? They've had their chance. It's time to move on. So who who do you want? Is there anyone in City Park? I, I, would, I don't know. See, I don't know of anybody else I could pick as a write-in, but, I mean, every, you know, like the people that really I'd love to see there have got to either got too far down, they're too long in the tooth or whatever. You know, they're gone. Would you like to see Jeff, uh, Jeff Graham mayor again? I would love to see it, but I don't think he'll ever do it again. If if Jeff Smith if Jeff, if Jeff Graham were a writer, I, you know honestly I could write Jeff Smith in a second. I I know I made fun of him a lot when he was when he when he first became mayor, but you know what he did a good job. Plus he's no nonsense, which is right. why I'm reading his statement. Yeah, I could I could definitely write him in, but you know I don't think he wants to do it anymore either. So okay, because only because I and I only say this crazy Ray because. <laughs> This show is right of center, just like this station. But it seems, and it only seems this way, 
that there's a, a, a favor. Uh, I guess people are more leaning towards Sarah Campo. Uh, why isn't Sarah Campo, Councilwoman Campo, sufficient for you? I'd just love to. I'd, I'd love to see some new. There's, there's got to be new blood. There's. But crazy Ray, that ship has sailed. There is no new blood. Uh, the petitions were oh, last I spring. No, no, I know there's nobody new, but right. Well, I, I feel uh, bad for you because you know now you're going to be miserable because you're not going to like our our next mayor come January first. It's going to be the historic day, Crazy Ray, our first female mayor in Watertown history since since it became a city in yeah, 1869. I mean, that's fine, totally fine. I I wish I knew somebody else. That, Woman would be fine. But. Let, let's throw out some names here. Uh, let's see, women, women. What was uh, ah, hmm, Susan Duffy? I, no, I really honestly her. liked um, what's her name that wanted to be. Uh, what was her name there? It was married to the to the guy that towed cars and stuff. Oh, Allison Crossman. I really liked her. Yeah, but she got ran out of town basically. Well, yeah, that was that was that was pretty ugly. That whole campaign. And it was an ugly deal, but I mean, yeah, it's something somebody looked for too. Well, it's interesting because if Sarah, if if Allison just ran for city council like so many people encouraged her to do, I think that at this point she'd be at the end of her term or one of them, and uh, she might be a candidate for 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 mayor for mayor. But like you said, she she fell out of sight. But um, Allison was good. Well, uh, it'd be like if you if I you or I run there. You know they're going to pump up something. What do you mean? Well, if I, I, dare I, don't ask. I don't have a ton of stuff that I'd worry about, but I bet there's something I didn't, I wouldn't think of that they would look through the papers and find something, and they'd be like, "Okay, this is what Crazy Ray did," and blah blah. blah he's gone. Somebody just te- be like, some someone just you know, texted something you did. No, no. Well, some someone just texted me uh, in relation to this discussion, Crazy Ray. Uh, Cliff only was new blood at the time, uh, as as you know. Well, uh, he's proven himself insane. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think uh, Jeff uh, Mayor Jeff Smith is correct in in demanding that there be some type of investigation towards these claims or these posts that uh, Councilman uh, Cliff only was 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 uh, was posting uh, in relation to a, a firing that never took place? Is that right or wrong in your book? <laughs> he's been over the top on too many things. There's no doubt. I just wish I could no read doubt more of this. Just over the top, Mister. Only- I, I mean, when he first when he first got elected, you know, a, a lot of I, I was talking with, uh, you know, some of the other people in the, in the in the area on the radio, and it's like, yeah, you you voted for that, and you're like, well, what? No, I thought it was good. Yeah, you thought wrong, you know. Well, <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Obviously, in two years, if that's the case. But uh, let's look at let's look at the landscape. Then I got to then I got to go crazy way because I'm almost running out of time. Let's look at the landscape. The, uh, Tim the Enchanter, otherwise known as AKA the T- Tim the Blind Guy, seems to think that we're going to be in the same ball of wax once we get uh, you know the the uh, once we get Showin and Doctor Kimball in there. What say you about that? We get three against two with this configuration or what? going to be a weird deal, and no doubt about it. Because, you know, Cliff will still be there. Lee, well, you know, again, Lisa may or may not win. The, you know, that could change everything. But let's just but say... she'll still have a... Yeah, if she wins the, the situation, she'll still have a, a vote. Right, of course. Right, right. Yeah. So they'll, still be, they'll still be voting the same way. Right. And crazy... I, I, I can see where I made a mistake where I voted for Cliff. <laughs> I oh, wow, you voted for Cliff. Mistake. 
So why did you vote for Cliff? Because he was new blood? You wanted something different? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, he was definitely different from anybody else, but I guess different isn't good. Yeah, Dif- different is as different does. It isn't always good. Different isn't always good. I guess I, that was the wrong thinking. Right. Sometimes foreign can get you in trouble, like when you got to go to urgent care or something. God, I did something foreign last night and paying the price. You know, I just now everything I burns. Think it over, I guess. Right. Crazy Ray, you're crazy as always, but uh, I don't don't fret. It, it's gonna re, it's gonna be okay, Crazy Ray. It'll be all right in the end because I don't I won't worry about it after a while. But I know, but you're worried now, and you shouldn't be. It's gonna be okay. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, man. That's uh, that's Crazy Ray. I'm going to read the statement. So, uh, Mr. Only, this, getting back to the statement from uh, Mayor Jeff Smith, Mr. Only is making false statements. His statements show a bias against Harris Beach Law Firm, specifically against uh, one partner in that firm. He shows favoritism towards another law firm in a pending uh, procurement uh, process. I don't know anything about that. I, as in Mayor Jeff Smith, can state with certainty, though, that the legal firm Harris Beach and attorneys Todd Bullard and Justin Miller have been professional and knowledgeable and objective uh, while uh, representing the city. These attorneys have worked with the city staff in a manner manner rather that is both uh, responsive and professional. It is abundantly clear to me, the mayor, that council allies, uh, allies, excuse me, only and Ruggiero are not happy with the letter of inquiry. I recently sent to Mr. Lundy and Mr. Smale regarding important golf course transaction closing documents. Furthermore, it is clear to me that Councilwoman Ruggiero and Councilman only have concerns about my wanting answers to questions regarding these golf transactions, closing documents that were uh, not disclosed to the city. Unfortunately, Mr. Lundy and Mr. Smeo chose not to explain these issues to city council. Wow, that story keeps popping up. Won't go away. Additionally, my emails to council have been shared with Mr. Lundy's attorney. Executive session material has been shared with Mr. Lundy and Mr. Lundy's attorney as well. So tonight is a work session. We all get to see it, right? We, we still see it on video? Boy, I tell you what. It's going to be interesting. Then I got another text from our friends. Uh, oh, well, I got a text from a mean girl. Mean girl! Mean! I'm mean! And Watertown's made a file ethics violation against... Okay, so this has made it on Channel 7. Thank you very much. And also Frank Batista is reminding me that, uh, yes, they grow in clay shallow soil. Maintenance-free. But he also gets political here, Frank does, by saying November results compo... Richard Kimball and showing. Well, again, you know, you could say that. I'm going to take the uh, the, the Jeff Graham route. He's always the devil's advocate. Uh, we'll have to say. We'll have to say. 755-1240. 755-1240. Uh, I love how Jeff says, should we take a break? Yep. Right. Yep. Who's he talking to? It's, we don't have a, We haven't had a producer in here uh, ever. This building's been here since since uh, the missile, uh, the October missile crisis. There's never been a producer in here. Uh, should we take a break? Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a break. Okay. All right. You're listening to the Hotline Show, America's uh, as a hometown uh, noon favorite, whatever. And we'll be back. <laughs> W-A-T-N. Though they have four minutes left. Give me a shout. 
Seven, five. I'm literally asking. I'm not impersonating Jeff Graham right now. You can call me right now and be the last call of the day. Tonight is the big game. Um, we don't know where Jim is, but we're, we're assuming he's at the game tonight. But anyway, he hasn't been around. So anyway, uh, tonight is the big game. I'm not a Giants fan, but boy, if you're a Giants fan, you, 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 you're, you're holding your head low between your knees where it belongs. That was horrific. That was almost as bad as what the Yankees season has been up until this day. By the way, the Yankees literally got no hit yesterday and still won it in the 10th inning against the Milwaukee Brewers after losing the first two. Actually, did they lose games? Yeah, they lost the first two games of, a, of an interleague se- uh, series. And they would have been they would have been swept with a no hitter. What a what an embarrassing season this has been. And it showed a little glimmer of hope when they swept the uh, the Astros last week in Houston. But now they're right back to their losing ways, and they're getting no hit. Just awful. But the Giants game was really that was that was embarrassing. I mean, I I turned it off. I, I turned it off barely into the second quarter. I went back to it later, saw the scores. Wow, this is bad. I could just imagine the amount of fights that were there at Met, MetLife Stadium, because if there's if there's if there's two teams that hate one or fan bases, I should say that hate one another, it's the Giants and Dallas. Essentially, it's the Dallas Cowboys or anybody else. Because if you're not a Dallas fan, you hate the Dallas Cowboys. By the way, I'm not a Dallas fan, and I don't hate the Dallas Cowboys. To some degree, I actually root for them because they've done so much for football. And their cheerleaders are just freaking hot. I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, anyway, that's tonight. That's the big, big game. And the other big news today is that they did resolve. We mentioned this earlier. You could watch it on Spectrum. I, I, I learned today that this, is this right? Maybe I missed this. Someone said there was 15 million subscribers to Spectrum. Is that it? I thought Spectrum pretty, pretty much covered up the whole, covered the whole country. I, 15 million. God, that's, 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 that's like... That's almost like the New York City area, and that's it. But anyway, it's going to be on Spectrum tonight, and uh, I, for one, I'm going to watch that game. That's Monday Night Football. I don't know if they still use that. Oh, uh, Carrie uh, Underwood, she gets paid, I think, a million dollars a week for endorsing Monday Night Football. Remember Hank Williams Jr.? Are you ready for some football? You know how much money they gave that idiot by 30 years ago? Actually, I shouldn't say that. I like the guy. But they paid him a boatload of money. Carrie Underwood gets like a million dollars a week just to introduce a show that you're going to watch without her. See, this is the money these big corporations are spending on stuff that doesn't matter. You're going to watch it without her. I don't get that. All right, we're down to the nitty gritty. AM 1240 W810 Watertown makes us legal. Up next, CBS News, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. We are following breaking news out of Turkey where American Mark Dickey has just been pulled out of a cave where he'd been stuck for nine